Hi, and welcome to Living the Life with your host, Derry Lizenby. Today on the podcast, we'll discover simple biblical applications for living the life. And now here's your host, Derry Lizenby. so excited you've tuned in again today and I've got a story I want to share with you that I'm reminded of and and, and in August down on the coast in Louisiana alligator hunting season begins and we were just down there a few weeks ago and had a great time and we got to do some bow hunting at night some fishing during the day and then a little pleasure time as we cruised uh, through the what was it, through the channels and out uh, into the Gulf of Mexico over at Grand Isle. And oh my goodness, what a great time that we had. But uh, my, my good friends down there, they do uh, gator hunting. And uh, so one of those days that we were fishing, uh, he put, I noticed that he put several fish back in a bucket. And as we were leaving that afternoon uh, to go back home, uh, I'd forgotten about the fish in the bucket, but uh, he drove up to an area that he hunts gators. And so he threw some fish out on the land. And uh, it was just interesting to see how all that goes. I can see where the gators have been coming. Uh, and so it was, just, I don't know, it was just really neat. And uh, we've gotten to do that. Uh, with them several times and that's go hunting uh, the gators and we've got some video I think we've shared on Facebook uh, in the past and it's, it's some fun times and some hilarious times and then there's some times it's kind of spooky uh, things would happen but it's just it's just a great time for my family and I to enjoy the, uh, that sport of, of hunting gators and uh, everything that goes along with that, but uh, that reminded me uh, today as I was thinking of that, uh, of a story that happened back years ago, probably it was even the late 70s, I, I don't remember exactly the time, but we were in a, a church in Baton Rouge, and uh, we had been singing, I think it was a revival, we were there several days, and uh, we met a gentleman and uh, he's, uh, he plays the steel guitar, and of course, we love steel guitar. My dad really loves the steel guitar. So he was gonna bring it up the next day and set it up, and he was gonna play, play some music together. So that's what he did. So we played music for several hours, and then uh, after we had played music for a while, he began to share with us his testimony, and it was so cool, I thought. I wanna share it with you. Um, his testimony was that he grew up in a, in a house where there was always liquor, always beer, and that's not uncommon uh, in South Louisiana. It's, it's actually very, very common. But uh, that's, that's the life he grew up in, and then as he got to become an adult, he did it all the more. And his life was one on the weekends of just... Uh, going to the bars, staying in the bars until they closed, and then going home and then doing it again, and then of course that even uh, escalated, and he found himself to be just a drunk all the time, drinking all the time, tipsy, and uh, or high as some would call it, but anyway, that was his life, and he said what changed his life, what led him to Jesus was an alligator. And man, when he, when he said that, man, we all got interested in hearing this story. So he began to share it with us. 
It was late on a Saturday night, and he was in a bar all the way until closing time, which would be way over in the morning. And he got in his truck uh, to go home and sleep it off, which was his normal life. And uh, so on the way home, out in the middle of the road, stretched across the road, was this black gator. And he said there was no way of missing it. He slammed on the brakes and, of course, skidded, but he hit it and rolled across the top of it. And he said, man, it just made a horrible sound underneath the truck as it was just flopping, hitting everything as it went under and out the back. And he, when he got to the stop, he opened the door and wobbled to the back. And there it was laying across the uh, his side of the road. And uh, so he backed up just a little bit, opened his tailgate and grabbed that thing and began to wrestle that thing to get it up in the truck. He was going to take the, the gator home. With, he was going to put it in the back of the truck, take it home with him. And so he was doing that. He said, man, it was it was terrible, uh, heavy. I was, uh, he said, he, he was wobbly and uh, it was just ripping him to pieces, man. He could feel all the scratching going on on his body. It tore his uh, shirt and just, it was scratching everywhere. And he got it in there. He wrestled that thing in the back of his truck, slammed the, the tailgate, got back in and drove home. He said he went in the house and just fell out. He said that he woke up the next day somewhere probably close to noon or maybe a little afternoon. He said he wasn't sure, couldn't quite remember. But he woke up feeling terrible and he went to the bathroom and as he walked in the mirror, uh, he saw himself in the mirror and he said he almost screamed because what he saw looked like a monster. He was cut up from head all the way down to waist. His chest, everything was just, just scratched up blood marks and uh, where the blood had dried and scabbing and he said it was horrible. And he said what was even made it more scary was that he couldn't remember how he got that. He began to assume that he probably got into a fight, which was kind of a normal thing for him to do. So he was thinking, man, who did I fight last night? Man, that guy put a whipping on me. And I, he said he began to wonder if he was okay. And he just couldn't remember everything. And then he said, all of a sudden, things started coming back. He remembered leaving the bar, getting to, into his vehicle, coming you know to haul toward home and as the pieces were coming together he remembered the gator being across the road and he remembered slamming on the brakes and he remembered screeching to a stop and he remembered backing up he remembered getting out and wrestling that thing because he wanted to take it home he wanted to bring it home to show all his friends so he, he remembered uh, the more he thought about how wrestling with that thing and how heavy it was and how it was just cutting him up as he was wrestling it but he got it in the back of the truck and so he said he began to wonder if it was still there if it was really dead or maybe if it had crawled out of the back of the truck and was somewhere in the neighborhood so he threw on a shirt and when he picked up the shirt that he had had on it was he said it was cut to pieces blood on it and uh man he said it just really 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 scared him but he grabbed something, put over his uh, chest, and went outside to see if the gator was still in the back of the truck. And he looked over in the back of the truck, and the, there was no gator there. It was only a seven-foot a seven foot piece of retread. And he said that scared him. 
that he thought when he hit that retread, he thought that was a gator. And he got out in that retread. And if, if you know what a retread is, it's a part of a big truck tire. It's a big, big tire, and it's got metal uh, wiring in it with the rubber. And it's just, it's a pretty cool, really, it's a really pretty cool process of how they make those uh, retreads. They take a part of a tire and they just put a, a, another cap over the top of that thing. But anyway, you've probably seen them in the road. They're real common to see whenever a truck will have a blowout with those things, which is real common, that there'll be pieces of it in the road. It'd be wire and rubber, and that's what that is. That's a piece of uh, retread. Sometimes you'll get a whole piece come off, and uh, sometimes it'll be just just shattered into multi-pieces. But he said when he saw that, that he had wrestled a retread thinking it was a gator he said I realized that I really did need help and he said that led me to Jesus and I think that is so cool because here we are approaching gator season and uh, it'll be friends and we may do it as well we're actually off several weeks in August that we intentionally took off and so we may be blessed to go down and uh, do that again and if so, of course, we'll take pictures like always and we'll take some video because we've got some pretty cool videos uh, of uh, years past. But it's just precious how God can use just things. He can use things even like a retread to point us to knowing that we need help and then knowing the only one that can help us is Jesus. And now this guy is living for Jesus. And I mean, he's, he's dynamically living for Jesus. I mean, that's his conversation. That's what that's the music he plays. And he's uh, very good at, at uh, the steel guitar. And I know that was a joy that day. And it impressed me so that even to this day, and that was a long time ago, I'm still remembering his testimony and what God can do with just an old piece of retread. And I want to encourage you today, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're born again, but maybe you're not. Maybe you've stumbled across it, and maybe that you're just uh, maybe a person that's been religious for a while, but you struggle knowing if you've ever been saved, or maybe you just know right off, I've never been saved. And uh, may, however that is, but you find yourself today at this moment, at this point, knowing that you need Jesus let me encourage you to put your faith and your trust in Him and Him alone and what He did at the cross. You know, my favorite life Bible verse, and you've probably heard me say this before, but it's John 3.16. And listen, the Bible is filled with wonderful, wonderful passages. And because Jesus is the Word, the Bible says that Jesus, the, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. He's the Word. He was in the beginning. The Word was God. The Word is God. Amen. So but it's all great. But you know, there's several, and we all have many, but, but this is just one of my many life verses. And it's John 3:16. You may know it, you may not. If you don't, it goes like this. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Ooh, that is awesome. I want to pull out one word, and all these words are beautiful, but there's one word I just want to pull out, and that's that word belief. That whosoever believeth in him, that word believeth, is pistuo, and that means 
personal faith. So it says that whosoever has personal faith in him, who is him? Jesus, the only begotten. That whosoever has personal faith in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I want to encourage you today, right now at this moment, put your faith, your trust, pistuo, is personal. Mine won't work for you. It only worked for me. I wished it could. I wished it would. And every pastor that I know would say the same thing. They wished it could and they wished it would, but it's personal. You have to do it. I had to do it. Everybody that's born again had to do it themselves. But listen to me. If you, yes, you, will put your personal faith in him. Who is him? Jesus, the only begotten. If you'll put your personal faith in him, what he did on the cross, it was enough. I can't add anything to that. It's not about me adding anything to it, me doing anything extra. It's putting my faith in him. If you will do that, the Bible says that you will have everlasting life. And I encourage you to do that. I encourage you right now at this moment, think about it. What he did on the cross, he was beaten and he was whipped and he was the beard was plucked from his face and all that went on that he took and then nailed to a cross. He did for you and he did for me. But listen, if it was nobody else, he would have still did it for you. You, it's personal, it's personal. He did this for you. And if you will put your faith and trust in him, and what he did, listen, the Bible says you can have everlasting life. That's exciting. Would you do it? Would you do it right now? Would you just stop what you're doing? Make that decision that I will put my faith in him, in Jesus and what he did on the cross. And just listen, pray a prayer. I love to share uh a prayer with people that don't know how to pray and I'm telling you it's been many but they just didn't didn't know how to pray didn't, didn't know what to say listen I like to use the example that Jesus gave us when he was dying on the cross there was two people that was with him you remember one on the left one on the right the one on the left said hey if you really are the Christ get us off of here but the one on the right said hey you you and I deserve this but this man here the one in the middle Jesus he has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, will you remember me when I die and stand before you? When I come into your kingdom, will you remember me? And Jesus said to him, today you will be with me in paradise. Wow, isn't that beautiful? Listen, will you do that right now, right where you're at? I don't care if you're driving. Listen, if you need to pull over, pull over. If, you, if you're at work, just stop what you're doing. If you're in the gym, stop what you're doing. If you're in the grocery store, stop what you're doing. If you're at home listening to this, stop what you're doing. Wherever you are, stop what you're doing. And take just a moment. Make that commitment to Jesus that you will put your faith in him and what he did on the cross and just say that prayer to him Jesus will you remember me when I die and stand before you I know I'm guilty that thief on the cross said to the other thief he said you and I deserve this but this man's done nothing he's done nothing wrong listen 
you can admit what you've done. You can admit that you're guilty to Jesus. Listen, the Bible talks about repentance, about turning from that lifestyle, turning from the world's way, and you're turning to Jesus and what he did on the cross. So would you do that right now? Just turn from the world's way. Turn from being religious or trying to do something. Turn from that and put in your total faith and your trust in Jesus alone and what he did on the cross. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to know you, to save you. His promises that he would. Amen. Amen. Well, I know my time is up. Listen, if you've given your life to Jesus, if you've surrendered, if you've been born again right now today, uh, please let us know. Take a moment to, to write us a note. Let us know where you're at, where you're from, and the commitment that you've made, and we'll rejoice with you. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Again, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Thank you for your prayers and your financial support. That is what helps keep this podcast going. I hope you will take a moment and let us know who you are and where you're from and how the podcast is encouraging you. Our mailing address is Derry Lizenby, P.O. Box 84, Kingsland, Arkansas, 71652. If you would like to send a check, we are a nonprofit organization, so make that check out to DL Ministries. And again, thanks for your prayers, your financial support, and your encouragement. Thank you for listening to Living the Life. We pray that this podcast helps you to discover simple biblical applications for living the Christian life. We hope to see you on the next episode of Living the Life.